Hello and welcome into Sweet Seats, episode 27 of season two. I'm Anthony Schulte, joined by my colleagues Kyle Purdy, DJ Morrow, and a very special guest. She's a reporter for Bally Sports Detroit, most known for her coverage on Pistons Live and the sidelines of Pistons games. Miss Natalie Kerwin, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself, your rise through the industry, and how you got to Bally Sports Detroit. Gosh, well, it's been quite a journey. I actually just hit my one-year mark at Bally, which is crazy. Um, but, you know, with my role with them, it's pretty cool. I'm in a, kind of a unique spot. I'm a hybrid reporter with them. So as you mentioned, I'm, I'm mostly on Pistons and Pistons Live, but I also have some sideline reporter opportunities as well. Um, but along with the Pistons at Bally Sports Detroit, we got the Detroit Tigers, we got the Detroit Red Wings. So I get to do some work with them as well. I get to do sit-down features with the players, get to take them and do different fun things on their off days, um, get to do packages, all sorts of things. And then, yeah, I get the in-game reporting stuff as well. So it's, it's a good hybrid mix. Um, but before I even got there, it was quite a journey. I went to Michigan State University to get my degree in sports journalism. Did a ton of different internships and jobs while I was there, working in student radio, um, you know, a lot of writing classes, podcasting, like I'm doing right now, working with the men's basketball team, working in the athletic department, working with Big Ten Network, Channel 4 in Detroit, a whole mix of stuff. Um, but that all helped me get my first job at WILX Channel 10 in Lansing where I was a sports and news multimedia journalist for two years. Got to do a little bit of fill-in sports anchoring there as well. And then two years there helped lead me to where I am today. So in a nutshell, that is the path I took to get to Bally Sports Detroit. That's, that's a really, like, creative story. You know, we talked about it in the other room. Like, not everybody gets the opportunity that you got in such a short span out of college. But I did want to ask you a question. As soon as I heard you talk about, like, the segments that you covered – I want to know, in terms of wingspan with the Red Wings, who is your favorite player that you've covered? Oh, that's a great question. Gosh, I got to do – so this season I got to do interviews on wingspan with Robbie Fabry, Oscar Sundquist, and Andrew Kopp. So I won't, I've gotten to interview three different players. Hmm. All of them were great. I would say my favorite is probably um, – Oscar Sundquist, even though he's with the Minnesota Wild now, he just got traded a couple of weeks ago, but he is hilarious. Such a funny guy. Like, you wouldn't know that about him, but he's just a huge goofball, and I had a, a lot of fun talking to him um, on that episode and just what he does during his free time, like, just his humor. It was just everything he says makes you laugh. And then he has, like, the flow, and, and you know, you can't help but notice when you look at him, like, his teeth. Like, he, they're all, but I asked him about it, and he said they've gotten knocked out so many times he doesn't want to fix them anymore. So that's <laughs> so he's just so blunt about everything. So Oscar Sundquist has probably been the best wing that I had interviewed this season. Season. You got a question? You got a question? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm listening in. I'm just, just listening? Absorbing, yeah. Taking so, it all in. It all, yeah. I've, uh, I've watched a lot of Pistons basketball this year, and I've seen a lot of your stuff on Pistons Live, and I remember your Sadiq Bay interview, and that's one of my favorite interviews <clears> all year. So I just want to, what's your favorite part of that interview and just Sadiq as a person? Because I know he got traded, but Sadiq still has a special Seems like all these players heart. you've interviewed have gotten traded. what the heck? Am I like bad mojo? Like why, why is it everyone that I talk to is now gone? But no, just crazy. The crazy world of sports, right? It's just guys getting traded. It's a business. It's unfortunate. But 
I appreciate you watching that piece because that was one of my favorite pieces I've done this year as well. So the thing about Sadiq Bey, he always interested me because he's, like I was telling you guys, like my role is so special because I get to know these guys outside the game too. Like when we're traveling on the off days, I see how they interact, like what they like to go do, if they're going shopping or going out to eat. Like I get to know them more on a personal level, like getting to talk to them a little bit. So he was always a mystery to me because he is a little more on the shire side. And everyone had said that, too. Like, a lot of the guys were like, yeah, Sadiq, or they call him Deke. You know, he's he's a little more shy. Like, you got to try and get him to open up. And if you guys, like, pay attention, to, I guess, pretty closely to Pistons basketball, at least when he was on the team, he, if you notice, he always had the green chunk of hair in his hair. And a lot of fans would always question, like, why is this guy always doing that? And then at some point, I think last season, he had blue. Like, I, I can't remember. He's changed he it up, He had, like, though. a teal. Or it was teal. Of, yeah. Right. So maybe that kind of goes along with, like, the old-fashioned Pistons teal. But I always thought, like, okay, what the – like, what, what does that even signify? So I remember one of the beat writers for the Pistons last year when he – Sadiq Bey hit, like, his career high of, like, 51 against the Magic last season. Oh, he, yeah. like, went off. And I remember one of the reporters was like, like, where did that come from? Like, like why are you like, – like, where did that mindset come from today? And he went on to say, like, oh, I always have a villain-like mentality. Like, I actually love the Joker. And this reporter was like, the Joker? Like, you mean from, like, the Batman universe? And he's like, yeah, that one. That's why I have the green in my hair. So then everyone's like, oh, like, they put two and two together. So long story short, I always knew that about him. The minute he said that last year, I'm like, I want to do a story on this. So the only way I was really able to get him to, like, talk about himself and do a story with me was to talk about his love for the Joker. So him and I ended up doing a fantasy draft. We took like a whole pool of villains, not just like the Joker and like guys from like the Batman universe, but like Marvel, TV shows, movies, books, everything. And we did a fantasy draft and we drafted our top five guys, like who we'd want to play on a basketball team. <laughs> and we had so much fun with it. Like his team ended up, I think, being the better team, but we, looking back now, I'm like, why did I pick the people I did? And he screwed me over because we played rock, paper, scissors. I, I was able to go first. And I was like, I think I want the Joker as my point guard. And he looked at me and he's, and I knew he wanted the Joker, but he was like, no, I think that's a bad pick. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, that's your guy. And he's like, I think he'd be too all over the place. Like, your point guard's got to be, like, focused. I got to be able to direct traffic, like, do all the things. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. Like, we're thinking deep about this. So then I, I forget who I ended up even picking, but obviously it's not even good enough to, to remember. <laughs> but then he goes and he's like, I'm going to take the Joker. And that's when his humor came out. Like, he, that, he's not, like, that kind of guy that would, like, play you like that and then, like, throw that out at you. So he ended up taking the Joker as his point guard. And I'm like, dude, you just told me not to take the guy. And you had all these good reasons. He's like, he was just playing all he's along. like that's how you got to play the game, Natalie. No I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm getting Sadiq out of his shell a little bit. So anyways, uh, we had so much fun with that, like, drafting our guys. And it, it, so we just went through, like, why each guy would be good at what position. Like, it, we made it really fun. So I agree. That was such a fun piece to do low key though i was just gonna <laughs> say could you just like draft the whole monster starting five because that, 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 yes, that worked i didn't even that's think yeah, about low that. key that was the first thing that came to my mind like i'm trying to know with jordan so hey right. i'm I'm trying to think like that would have been great i didn't even think of that but we had to like pick from like a pool so we had nah. some producers at valley just like make a whole pool on like a clipboard 
of different guys we could pick from. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I picked, like, Captain Hook because he has a nasty hook shot. Wait, does the, uh, does the space? Vecna from Stranger <laughs> Things. I know. Yeah. So, I had, I had some good ones. But then he took Thanos. And you guys know, oh, like, Thanos oh, rules. Oh, Thanos rules crazy. everything. Oh, yeah, that's the fingers. That's game. So, yeah. And that's what Sadiq said in the piece, too. He's yeah. like, well, I just won automatically. So, I was like, okay. DJ, if we're it. talking <laughs> now... I'm intrigued now. If we're talking about monsters, are we allowed oh, to take? Are we allowed to take the villains oh, from Space Jam Two? You know, and like Anthony Davis and those guys. Oh came, like, all yeah, the Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I would have say. To do yeah. our, oh, you guys might have to do That's, your own. Natalie just yeah, low key. Idea. Have to do our own. A layup here. Yeah, that is tough. Or like Di- was it Diana <laughs> Taurasi or whatever? Yeah. You go yeah, to top five and you're like, yeah, I'll take villain Clay Thompson and I'll take villain Anthony Davis. That'd be an incredible lineup. You kidding me? I do remember reading that article. It was from, I think, James Edwards III from yep. The Athletic. Yep. And I remember um, just when I, I – Sadiq was my favorite player. Like, mm-hmm. he still kind of is, but he's not on the team anymore. But he was my favorite player since he was at Villanova. And I remember after that 51-point game, I could not stop reading about him. And I saw that story. And I was like, the Joker? Like, I, w- I was genuinely, genuinely like just – I never knew that. I never thought we'd know that. And ever since I saw that and I noticed the green spots in his hair, I kind of like, I was like, is that because of the, it's not because his first game he he had that hair. I remember it was against the Celtics. And I remember I was like, why is he wearing green against the Celtics? Like the Celtics are one of the Pistons number one rivals of all time. And you're wearing green against the Celtics. But it made more sense when I figured out that it was the Joker and that's his favorite villain. And he has that villain mentality and it kind of makes sense with, all of his performances like he'll have a bad game but then he'll be like okay everybody's doubting me i'm gonna go have this great game now i'm gonna drop 30 right on good shooting so it's that's really cool that oh, yeah. that we made that that connection was made and then you did that story on it and really got sadiq out of his comfort zone and showed a different side that we didn't know but with our remaining time i do want to st- i want we have this little game show that we kind of do here and we ask questions it was started by my buddy ben shadel i'm going to give him credit he started it he started it with all the music so here we go. I'm going to ask a couple questions. Okay. I want to know, you have been to many stadiums in your life. What is your favorite stadium you've ever been to? Ooh, I hate to say this because I'm such a Lions fan, but Lambeau Field really is cool. Like, Didn't I was Chris there, Fritching say the same thing? I was he there did. for he Monday did. Night Football, Lions, Packers. The environment was so cool, and Lambeau is just such an like iconic place. I hate to say it, but that's the first one that comes to mind. Well, what's your favorite NBA arena? Oh, gosh. This, that's such a good question. I mean, like, the former Staples Center, now Crypto.com Arena. It's cool, like, where the yeah. Lakers and Clippers play. I, I liked it. I'm not going to lie, though. Brand new arena where the Sacramento Kings play. That one is the Golden super one Center. cool. Yes, thank you. Couldn't remember very, the name. It's a, very, yes. it's a really nice arena. It was cool. Vibes in there were cool um, when we were there earlier this fall, so... Those two probably come to mind for me. Now, how new it? is it? Wait, how Wait. Uh, it's pretty new. Yeah. 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. What about arena? Have you been to enough arenas to you know kind of give like for NHL? Like, which one's your favorite for that? Oh, geez. Well, I haven't traveled for Wings. I haven't done any in-game reporting for Wings. So the only arena I've been to, I mean, the Joe Lewis when it was here, classic. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen any other games. Do you want to go to the Kraken's new stadium? I would love it's to. Awesome. Is it? 
I would love that. Or is, isn't it based off some like plant company or something? Who's the crack? It's some. It's some oh, Seattle. Seattle, right? Seattle crack. Oh. It's like play, it's it like WeatherTech Stadium or something. It used to be like okay. Key Arena, and then they gutted Key Arena and they made it some like giant like masterpiece of a stadium. It's really oh. cool. I've walked really by cool. the Predators. I was just in Nashville like two weeks ago, and their stadium's right downtown. It looks pretty cool on the outside. Yeah, it's so. Climate Pledge Arena. It's got yeah. two. It's got two jumbotrons. So like one Climate on one end, one on the other. Yeah, Number one. it's like. Okay. It's the most. It's very like. Now, an arena I miss is the palace. Have you? Have you? Yes, drove by it on my way in this morning. What was the palace? R.I.P. What are your thoughts on the palace? I'm so upset about that. I live three minutes away from the palace. I could go whenever I wanted, and now it's just. You guys all grew up gone. Like right here. That's what made me a. I'm not a Pistons fan without the palace Mm -hmm. being right down the street. Right. I know. I used to go to Pistons game all the time because they were five minutes away. Seems like it was like just yesterday that I was there. It's weird. They could have used that place so much. Right. But then they just tore it down. Why did they have to implode it? I don't well, know, because I don't know. Gore's, I'm, I'm writing a paper on this. Gore's sold it to Showstack Brothers, and then Showstack Brothers was like, "Oh, we're gonna make an industrial park because that's what we need. We need one of those." And Oakland was about to put a bid down on it so they could use it instead of the arena. They're gonna turn the arena into into classrooms, and they're gonna use the palace as like their new arena. But the bid never went through. Tom Gore sold it for 23 million to uh, Showstack Brothers, and then they imploded it. So sad. sad, but I do miss the palace. I do too. It, it was a great arena. It, it just got like forty million dollars renovations like two years before, right. and it got knocked down. And it had a lot of history behind it, it too. It did. It did. Unfortunately, it's a short episode today, but we are out, we're out of time. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Natalie, for joining us. It was a great episode. We had some great conversation. We learned more about Sadiq Bay that we didn't know. For Kyle Purdy, DJ Morrow, I'm Anthony Schulte. Goodbye, everybody. Deuces.